Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Who's Clutch Sports Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Michael Urquhart, and you know I got gang with me today. I got my main man, Lil. What's going on, Lil? What's up, broski? I can't call it. Hope all is well with you. And <clears throat> I got my main man, Kev, with me. What's going on, Kev? Ain't nothing to it, man. How you feeling? I'm doing very well, man. How's how's everything going with you? Oh, man. Can't call it, man. Blessed up, to say the least. I mean, I'm going to hop right to it, man. We got a game tonight, Arizona, or the two pick sixes right before the half. <laughs> <laughs> right before the half. Um, Kev, start us off, man. Can you can you tell me what you see in Kyler Murray? I mean, Kyler Murray, it ain't really him. It's, 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 uh, it's the defense carrying him, you know. They did their thing, um, gave him some support. So now he can probably can feel comfortable a little bit, you know, running that offense. But um, you know, it's a it's a it's a it's a good game. You know, it's a decent showing by him. Overall, where would you rank Kyler Murray amongst amongst his peers? Uh, me, I don't know. He 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 bottom he bottom tier for me, man. He not that good. Bottom tier. Lil, you, you you agree with Kev that that Kyler Murray a bottom tier quarterback? Uh, I give him I give him like top twenty. Top twenty? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a big fan of Kyler Murray. He he struggles to read defenses. Uh, he gets a lot of passes batted down the, the line of scrimmage due to his height. I'm just not a big fan of him. I mean, he got he got D Hop back tonight, so I mean, we're gonna see what they do going forward in the season. But up to this point, he's been playing terrible. Along along with his coach, though Cliff, he's been doing a terrible job as well. I don't like Cliff at all. Yeah, I, nothing he runs. I don't like. I don't like his play calling on first downs. Um, it seems like Arizona is always on third and longs, um, and that's hard to overcome, especially throughout the course of a football game. I mean, it seems like every drive, Kyler Murray has to pick up third and seven, third and nine. There's no creativity. And, you know, they don't have a run game. And if you're going to be one-dimensional without your best receiver, my goodness, everybody getting locked up. Um, when I look at Kyler Murray and his mechanics, um, you want a quarterback to be able to throw from the pocket. But you also need your quarterback to see above the line of scrimmage. Like Offensive lineman is 6'6", six, 6'5". Six. Six, you know what I mean? Kyler Murray, what, six, six foot? <laughs> More like 5'10". Yeah, he's not, he not, he not a foot. He's not six foot. So everything that you're running for him has either be rollouts or for him to see clearly, you know, he's either has to be six, seven yards behind the offensive line to see the, the whole field, maybe. But it it doesn't seem to me that Cliff isn't creative enough right now, especially without D Hop throughout the first six weeks of the season, that he's been able to show why y'all paid him two hundred and thirty million dollars. Two hundred and thirty six. To be exact, thank you, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> That's six million a lot. Now, I mean, are we just, are we just going to say that you know this offense is struggling simply because D Hop not on the offense? 
Nah, I mean, I think I think uh, Lil hit the nail on the head. I mean, K- Cliff Kingsbury, he's not a good coach. He, I mean, he doesn't game plan well. Um, I I think I seen a stat right. So when playing from behind, um, uh, with the the Arizona Cardinals, they play they run the ball the most in the league. But when they're up, right when they're leading, they run the ball the least. That's counterproductive. That's a crazy stat. That is a crazy stat. You know, I mean, that goes to tell you, like they, they playing, they, they playing. I would call it the. They going in the opposite direction, right? They, they're not, they're not playing like I guess efficiently. So, I mean, they record shows. They're at the bottom. I mean, I think with this win, they'll be. Uh, I think they'll be tied for the first. I mean, because their division is weak now, right? So, I mean, yeah. Arizona Cardinals do trash, trash too. Would you say that Arizona has an opportunity to make the playoffs? In that division, out of that division, sure. Out of that division, so, sure. Uh, with D Hop back, they just traded for Robbie Anderson. Uh, they have a chance. I don't. I don't. I mean, the NFC is weak this year, so yeah, it's, it's definitely possible. Speaking of the NFC being weak, you know, one of the top teams that we thought was going to – well, let me give Kev his flowers, you know what I'm saying, in regards to up to six weeks. Aaron Rodgers has not been playing like he's, you know, the two-time reigning MVP of the league. Um, and it got so bad that my man Sauce threw on the cheese head I, I listen. I I have never seen somebody going to Green Bay besides Eli Manning and disrespect him like that. I, I mean, Eli is the only quarterback to ever win two playoff games at Lambeau Field. The only quarterback in NFL history. Sauce is the only player I've ever seen. I haven't even seen a Green Bay Packer put on a cheese head. Mm. That that was in Green Bay. That was in yeah. Green Bay. Oh wow! I thought I the whole time. I, I listen, man. I mean, I didn't even tune into that game, but damn, I thought that was in the jet. I thought that was, that was in New York. Wow, he and went that, into Lambo and put on a cheese head. He went into and let him know I'm here and put on a cheese head. Oh yeah. And then um, I think uh, Alan Lazard uh, came over and tried and knocked it off his head or whatever as he was going inside of the uh, the locker room. But when I look at Sauce, um, Sauce Gardner, um, he here. number one for the Jets, bro, I, he's him. He's here. He's here. And when I look at mechanics as a cornerback, hands, he can create length, pick up speed, instincts. I mean, and he's physical too. Like everything you want, long. Like, I, I mean, as a corner man, I think, you know, him and Patrick Sertan going to be battling. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, uh, Sauce remind me of a, of an updated version of, of Xavier Rhodes, but with more better, like, he, he got better uh, footwork of Xavier than Xavier Rhodes did when he was um at the top of his game. I mean, Xavier Rhodes only had, like, two good seasons. <laughs> but in those two good seasons, he showed me a lot. And yeah. Sauce... And so, see, I, I can resemble. I can, um, I can remember. I, I feel their games resemble, you know. 
I like I like Tyreek Woolen in uh in Seattle. He nice. Okay. He nice. Seattle, Seattle got Seattle got the other young buck too. He um uh from from Cincinnati, uh Kobe Bryant. He he okay. He I mean he he coming along like he shows spurts, you know what I mean? But you can clearly see Sauce was that Sauce was the was the dude coming out of that that Cincinnati team. But if, if we talking about the Jets defense, we we can't we can't talk about the Jets defense without speaking on Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams, man, dominating this year. He had his fingerprints all over the game against Green Bay. Yes, he did. And well, those are special teams. Like he just was all over. He had, I think, he had a blocked field goal, like two sacks. He was just complete. <laughs> he just completely Domination. dominated that game. When you look, when you look at the Green Bay Packers, Lil forced uh, fumble. Do you, Lil? Do you say that Green Bay is just going through chemistry issues in regards to the young wide receivers, Christian Watson, uh, Joe Dobbs, Dobbs? I, you know. Um, and then you still got Alan Lazard, who is fairly young. You know, you're not really a, a vet yet. Um, would you say it's just chemistry issues, or do you really see other issues behind Green Bay's um, three and three season so far? I see a lot of issues with that team. Uh, first off, the defense has been has been horrible. I, I mean, I, I thought hands down they would be a top five defense this year. They can't stop the run. They can't stop the pass. It's like <laughs> defense, man. Issues. That's crazy. It's crazy with what that defense been looking like. So I gotta put that on the uh, on the uh, who's who's they DC Joe Barry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta put that on him. He's been doing a terrible job. And as far as on the offensive side of things, they don't have an identity. They don't, I mean, they have Aaron Rodgers, the, the two-time reigning MVP, so I guess they feel like they had to throw the ball. But to me, they should they should really be a a, a run-first play-action team, and they should really be able to rely on that defense. But, I mean, I really don't know what's going on. You let, you let a guy like Devontae Adams walk out the building, the best receiver in the game, and, and – the back end of Aaron Rodgers' career, and you just asking him to go out there and just make it make it work with a bunch of mediocre wide receivers. I mean, this this is what you're gonna get. When you look at Green Bay's defense, they're number one against the pass. They only giving up 164 yards in the air. That's fool's good. They're 20. You watch the game, you you will see they play super soft. Because Teams able to get up whatever they run. want. They're giving up 135 yards against the run area game, but they only giving up 20 points a game. And they first and third down percentage And in regards to defense. Now, when I look at them, I just think that they're a poor tackler. It doesn't seem to me like they play together or trust one another to be in the spots where, you know, they feel like if, all right, if I'm, if I'm a sealer edge – what about the uh, what about the corner or what about the uh, the running back? You get what I'm saying? If I'm if if the if the safety <clears throat> if the corner over there on the island by itself is he worried about safety help? You know what I'm saying? We've seen Green Bay, you know, have blown plays, poor tackling, get gashed, and to me, they're not playing complimentary football. Uh, Kev, do you would you say that Green Bay 
throughout the course of the season is going to right ship. No, 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 no. I don't even need you to finish your statement, big bro. Like, I do not like Green Bay. I told you that Aaron Rodgers would be going all crazy, um, and I stand on my stance. They're not making the playoffs. They're not winning the AFC (laughs) North or the NFC North, excuse me. Um, Dude, if they win, if they win eight games, I'll be, I'll be surprised. Like that team is done. Aaron Rodgers' body language says it all. He got that, uh, you know, that idiotic, crazy haircut, looking, uh-huh. looking, looking sinister and, and silly. Um, like, like Lil said, they don't have an identity, right? You got AJ Dillon and you got, uh, you got Aaron Jones. Like, you can at least, you got a two-headed monster. You know what I mean? You can run a balanced offense. Robert Tanya, tight end. He's not bad. Like he can catch in space. And Rogers look like a Darren Headlights out there. You know, last season, I think uh, you know, in our in our in our uh I would have called it our, our preface show, you know, our, our 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 preview to the season, um, you all you know wanted to throw out that uh, stat uh, how Aaron Rodgers played better without Devontae Adams. I told y'all that was smoke and mirrors. He out the door now. Last season, but he, he knew he was coming back. Rivers went down Devontae. We had still had Randall Cobb. He still had Jordy Nelson. You know what I mean? He I'm had, talking oh, about last season. Not recently. I'm talking about last season. Last season, he last season they was eight and zero without him, or seven and zero without without uh without Devontae Adams. And y'all highlighted that in our in our in our preview show to the season. That how Aaron, keep in mind Aaron Rodgers plays very good without. Devontae Adams. No, the guy is not. He's not walking through them doors. He's not coming back. Yeah, I mean that's he's showing. He's that, showing. He's that showing. That's the fact. We we did say that, but at the it's, same time, true colors. You had to give him some serve, serviceable receivers to work with. I mean, I you mean, gave him. You gave him two you got rookies. Aaron Rodgers, man. I don't want to hear nothing. Watkins, who Every two. You got Christian Watson. You got dude. You got two rookie quarter. I mean, two I don't want to hear that though, dog. I don't want to hear that. It's no excuse because Patrick Mahomes be doing it with whoever. Okay, I got a question for Nico Hardman. He did the same dude for thirty years. Like he ain't been nothing. He dropped the ball every time. But like, is he working with two rookie wide receivers right now? No, he, he is. Don't. And he working with Juju. And Juju had a hundred some yards. Oh. Juju. Juju trash. Juju ain't been nothing in, since since A since AB since AB checked into the uh checked into the to the asylum. Juju ain't been nothing. Valdez Scantlin, Juju Smith Schuster. Va, va, come on, Valdez Scantlin, Mr. Dr- <laughs> Mr. Mr. Hot Potato. He came. On, he came from. A, he came from Green Bay. Exactly, hey, Mr. Hot Potato. Come on, man. He dropping the ball. He has a drop issue. You but hold on. Let me touch on this real quick. You you spit these these numbers at me. Green Bay has the number one passer defense. Look who they played. They played the Jets, a team that don't that doesn't throw the ball. You see Elijah Moore once out of there right now. Thank you. The Giants, y'all barely throw the ball. The Patriots had a third string quarterback. The Buccaneers, their offensive line can't hold up. Tom Brady has been struggling behind that O line this year. The Bears and the one team that they did play with a with a good passing game was the Vikings. And you've seen what happened. They lost. JJ had 184 receiving yards. Kirk Cousins had 277. Aaron Rodgers so, walked out there calling him the best receiver in the game. No, he ain't say that. They that was clickbait. He ain't say that. Okay. He said he he said he was a, he was the best player on the field that day. He ain't say he's the best receiver. It's so crazy how the media 
you know, mix up words or try to make something perceived. That's their job. You know, that's their job that they throw out a perception. You know, the same thing that they did in the Eagles and Cowboys game. The Eagles, you know, won 26-17. And it was a storyline that came out that the Dallas Cowboys players, they didn't say who, quote-unquote, told Nick Sirianni that they didn't belong on the same field as them. They said that last year. No, but BG confirmed that, though. He he, he confirmed it. He just ain't say. He just ain't really – he ain't going into it, but he confirmed it. He was like, you know, I got, and then he took the high road, I got, I, as he should. You know, I got respect for them guys. You know, that's a good football team, and they're going to write their shit. That's all he said, because we got to see them again. You know what I'm saying? While we were, I mean, the score, the score line says it for itself. You know what I'm saying? Right now, Cooper Rush career is done. Like, he had, he started off crazy, right? He started off, had an immaculate start. He come to Philly, get skunked, and now he's forgotten. That, but hold, that hold, going hold, out there saying I, I am starting. Bro, but starting who said Detroit, this? Though. Who said this on the show? I broke it down before it even happened. I said mm-hmm. they're going to beat the Rams. Go back and listen. I said they're going to beat the Rams. Mm-hmm. They're going to come to Philly, get and dominated, lose. and then Dak is going to come back. For sure, That's my exact words. Go back and listen. For sure. When I look at Cooper Rush, um, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna just entertain Cooper Rush for a tad bit. I think he could start in the NFL. He better than that, bro. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, man. No, he listen, better than that, uh, yo. Like when I'm you, not gonna disrespect Dak like that. Come on, Hear man. Me out. You got the Eagles riding high. You got Jalen Hurts, front runner for MVP. You got the Eagles already having a chip on their shoulder based on the last game that they played the Cowboys and how much, you know, trash that they was talking. And I don't think Cooper Rush was ready for this football game just for the simple fact is that you know you need experience to win those type of games for as sure. a quarterback for sure. has that now if you give cooper rush some experience i guarantee you if he had two seasons under his belt he'll be a better uh starter than nick Foles was no no what no cooper rush what you forget who nick, nick Foles was Yo, yeah. come on. 27 touchdowns. We're not going to do that tonight. Yo, man. Yo, I think yo, we're going to be Don't ever do that, bro. Come on, man. Don't ever do that again. Come on, man. Next game, dog. Next game. Don't ever. Yo, Don't ever do that again. Wow. Yo, he tried to disrespect the set, dog. He was the highest paid backup quarterback that we've ever. Yo, Kev, please answer my question. Sam Bradford, bro, he got that fifty trillion dollar contract. Started for two years in the Vikings and was a backup and still is due his money. Nick Foles never made as much as uh, Sam Bradford. I'm sure we can go on Google and look that up. All right, but he's still one of the worst starting quarterbacks. That, that not, I, not when he was with us. Exactly. Not when he, we won a chip with him. Right? Yo, come on, bro. We want to chip. you, what did he do with the Jags and y'all laughed? I don't. I don't care about that. I'm Jags. talking about that was with like the Philly. Last of his career with the Philadelphia and who Eagles. Who was he playing for? Was he playing for Urban Meyer down there? When y'all won the Super Bowl, he was a backup. Okay. Y'all, what did he do as a starter? Twenty-seven he touchdowns. He was de- he was decent as a starter for us, even before he uh, his backup rules. Okay. okay, exactly. Hold on, twenty-seven touchdowns and how many picks? Two interceptions. Okay, cool. Thank you for that information. What happened to y'all that season? 
It don't matter. No, I just add. You can tell me the stats, but you can't tell me how it ended. Did he? Did he get it? Did he get a Super Bowl MVP eventually? Yes you're, or no? You're you're digressing. So no, we not. Ask. No, we not. I'm asking. I'm. I'm. It's a simple fact. question. How are you you gonna... try. You try. You try to muddy. You try to. You try to mud this guy. This guy. You try to mud this guy. Career name, man. You're, you're he played. He was a solid. He was a solid starting quarterback for us. I can't speak for everybody else. But he was when he was with us. He teams. played very well. Okay. No, okay. Cool. But then he go to the Bears. I don't care about none of that. <laughs> I'm talking when he was a Philadelphia Eagle. He was a special quarterback, and he got a Super Bowl MVP out of out of the deal. Let me ask you a question, though. Um, all seriousness, what do you think is going to be the final record for the Eagles' season this year? Uh, final record? Mm, that's a good question. I say about fourteen and three. Kev, do you agree with fourteen and three? I, I love it. Uh, I, I I take the safe road twelve and five. Nah, we're not losing five games. I don't see it. I don't see us losing five games neither. But I just I could see uh I could see the Colts being a tough game for us. I think we gotta go to today uh today place uh division games always tough. We gotta go to Dallas. We gotta play. We gotta play the Giants. So I mean, we could lose a couple down the stretch, but we're gonna be ready for the playoffs. We we had a number one seed in the NFC. I'll tell you that. For sure. The number one seed in the NFC. For sure. A few years ago, um, we seen Marcus Mariota. How long ago was that? Probably like four years. We seen him starting for the Tennessee Titans. And it seems like he's trying to do something with the Atlanta Falcons. Right now, they're second in the NFC South with a 3-3 three and three record. And I ain't going to lie, man. I'm not mad at how Marcus Mariota playing right now. Kev, what you see from Mariota? You want an honest opinion? Of course. I haven't really been watching the guy. I mean, Atlanta, that team is a dud. That, that conference is a dud. You know, um, Saints not good. Uh, Tampa Bay not good. Um, Mariota, Atlanta. I mean, he. Don't, I mean, it's easy to play when you don't really got that much expectation. You know what I mean? He getting a fresh start. I get it. Um, but if, if I look at the strength of the schedule, I mean, it's nothing. It's nothing too like, you know, star studded about what he doing. You know, it's Marcus Mariota. At the end of the day, can easily he always can play when there's no pressure. Lil, you you watched Mariota play <clears throat> this season? Uh, I tuned I tuned into a little bit of, of the Falcons. Is is well, he a, a, a interim starting quarterback right now? For sure. <laughs> to be honest, I feel like Deshaun Watson he dropped the ball on 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 choosing teams. If I was some auto went to ATL, I feel like they have a lot of young talent and. All they all they missing for real is a quarterback. I feel like they they they'll be competing for the playoffs next year if they put it all together. You gotta figure they get really back. They got Drake. They got Kyle Pitts. They got a couple uh studs on the defensive end, on the defensive side of the ball. 
ATL, man, watch out for them. They're, they're a good, young, hungry team. They're they not, they not getting blown out. They they coming to the, – they competing every week. I mean, I, I think that's always been uh, – that always been um, Atlanta identity. Like, they don't win no games, but you know they, they're going to – they're going to compete even with Matt Ryan. They always they, – they cover spreads, but, I mean, they all – it's just a losing organization at this point in time. I mean – They cover I, every game this year. I think I think Deshaun Watson made a good decision not going back home to Atlanta. Clearly needs to be somewhere up north where it's cold and just, I mean, just away from all types of, like, partying and stuff. Houston right now is on fire. It's one of the, you know, the, the, the fastest-growing cities, um, top three or top four largest city, Atlanta. We already know the um, we already know the, the image Atlanta got as a party town. I think that dude made a good decision to go. <laughs> Go far north, Cleveland. I'm, I'm speaking, on the, I'm speaking no on the football perspective, not <laughs> not off the field. But that's, I mean, but that's you the thing, though, But you got it. But he has off the field issues, so you got to take that. Into. I mean, I never heard about him having off the field issues as far as being a party animal or anything. What, like but that. when you a, when we know his when you party, you issues. around women. When you partying, I, I mean, I think you would be around women. Strip clubs is the biggest thing in Atlanta. Bro, he has an issue with strip club. Like ah. He, I mean, like he has an issue with that type of stuff. So <laughs> I think he made it. I think it, I'm not even trying to be a jokester. I'm not even trying to be funny. I think no, he no, he decision. definitely has an issue. I Clearly. think he, I think he made a good decision. Like go to Cleveland, you know, what I mean, write your ship, and then you can play in a little in one of these in, in some. I would call it, for lack of better words, a, a looser market. You know what I mean? But uh, Atlanta, I mean, they on the rise. Watch they out on the, for I mean, for sure. For I, sure. Like, I like them young bulls. I don't got. <laughs> Deshaun Watson in no strip club asking for a massage, bro. Then that would be with <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what I mean, what happens in strip clubs? They do give you they hey honey, you need a dance? She put her hand on your shoulder, that's not a massage. No, bro, he probably got in that car now. <laughs> Listen, man, this a hey man, we we this a this a this a this a this a family joint. I'm gonna keep it with her G. Yeah, keep it G. Keep it G. <laughs> but hey, even <laughs> I got I got something to say right now. Do you think? Because first and foremost, let me acknowledge. I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna acknowledge it every show until they prove me otherwise. The Eagles are the best team in the league. <sighs> we know. <sighs> All right. All right, got that out. But I'm letting y'all know, and I let y'all know before the season started that the Giants was going to be a competitive football team. You, G's not here. You, G's, and Kev for two weeks straight. Two weeks straight. You lucky I ain't put you on a headlock like Melvin did. Jody. (laughs) The Giants beat Green Bay and the Ravens. Back-to-back games. Now, listen. This This is my stance, man. I'm I've been asking individuals, you know what I'm saying, is the Giants a good team? Now, all I've been hearing is, Mike, you hype, y'all ain't been good and just how long? And you're absolutely right. The Giants have have been a, a, a joke of an organization for the past, I really want to say, seven years. Um, even when we made the playoffs with Ben McAdoo as our head coach, I still thought that we was a joke. Um, but I thought our defense was serious. Ironically, we spent two hundred million right after Tom Coughlin get fired. Don't know where the two hundred million came from. 
But I think that the, the New York football giants has let the league know that you don't got to be scared of nobody on our team but Saquon Barkley, and that's fine. But we're going to smack you in your mouth. We, you gotta, you're going to have to play four quarters of football when you play us. And you got to play mistake-free. The Giants, is not, they're not a heavy penalized football team. We're very disciplined now, sound, moving at the football together. And, and not to mind you, this is why I call us a good football team. Because we're down our top four wide receivers, and we're still putting up points. Not a lot. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the game allows us to have or whatever we need to put up, 27 points against Green Bay, 24 points against the Baltimore Ravens. Also, we played our first three games without our top three pass – I mean, our top two pass rushers in Kavon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojolari. So you're looking at the Giants get pressure, and you're looking at us win games without our, our top personnel. We're able to make halftime adjustments. When I look at the football team of the New York Giants, we check a lot of boxes that good football teams <clears throat> that good football teams check. Now, I feel like our only flaw is that most of our games, we had to come from behind. When I look at the Eagles, when I look at the Chiefs, when I look at the Bills, which is my top three teams in the NFL right now, you cannot be down double. So what's your what's your top three? The Bills, Chiefs, and Eagles. Okay. Bills, Chiefs, and Eagles. When I look at those teams who I think, you know, battling for Super Bowls, you get what I'm saying? I do think the Eagles are a Super Bowl contender. Those teams you can't get. If you go down double-digit touchdowns or double-digit points against the Eagles, they're going to run down your throat, control time of possession, and score touchdowns in the red zone. You can't do nothing with that. You go down 14 points with Patrick Mahomes, he's going to keep putting your foot on your neck. And the Bills, all they want to do is score. So good luck. When I look at the Giants, I do believe that my defense is sturdy. I do think that we're solid. And I think we're going to make a lot of noise. I'm listening, Kev. <laughs> good, good transition. Um, Y'all are a very good uh, football team. You know, I like what y'all are doing. Um, definitely uh, click, clicking on all cylinders. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, man, game changer. Um, you should be thankful. You should be you should be very thankful for such a defensive player. I'm great. Uh, uh, you know, who else? Uh, Saquon, man, he's back. I, I like what he's doing. Danny Jones, he ain't playing he, – he playing cool. You know what I mean? He's still not playing mistake-free football, but, you know, you're a Giants fan, so I'm sure you'll take, you, you can take it. Um, yeah, I mean, especially – listen, man, I'm impressed because y'all don't, y'all don't have a receiving core. Um, I can't even tell you who's your tight end. Um, <laughs> Bellinger. Who is he the name for himself. Yeah, Bellinger been playing well. I mean, like – you know, so to see y'all guys, I mean, and y'all, you guys are our true um, rivals. But to 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 say y'all doing good, it, it hurt my heart. But y'all playing, y'all playing, y'all playing the hell of a um, y'all playing some good football, man. And and credit to uh, Brian Debo, man. You finally got a coach. Fine, you can tell y'all y'all bought in and y'all focused, man. Y'all really trying to right the ship and and change that culture in uh in that locker room. Lil, I know as much as it hurt Kev to say, you know, that we're a very good football team. You know what I mean? I'm a, 
come over there to you. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to know, what, what are you seeing from the, the New York football giants that got them at 5-1, second in the NFC East right now? I see a very disciplined ball club, a very well-coached ball club. Uh, I think y'all, y'all keeping it simple, bro. Y'all, y'all relying on your defense. And on the offensive side of the ball, y'all, y'all relying on your run game and not being yourselves. It's simple football. I mean, on the on the defensive side of the ball, I think y'all y'all doing a good job on uh, of creating simulated pressures, uh, which meaning uh, teams think y'all think y'all bringing the blitz, but yeah, I mean y'all dropping out in coverage, and it, it's confusing. It's confusing quarterbacks like they don't know where it's coming from. So I think y'all uh, Wink is doing a great job with that. And on the offensive side of the ball, Saquon, I mean, he's looking like a top three running back in the league right now. So, I mean, y'all, y'all just keeping it simple, man. That's all I can say. There's nothing it's nothing flashy about y'all. I mean, y'all very physical. Y'all, y'all coming to play every week. Y'all going to punch whoever in the mouth. I'm saying, but as far as talent, it's not a lot of talent there. And your run defense is, is, is sweet, but – Man, I, I mean, y'all winning games, man. We're going to see this week, though. I, I think y'all lose this week to the Jacks. When I look at the Giants, um, two players stand out to me. Uh, well, three. Excuse me. Three. I love what I'm seeing from Daniel Jones. Uh, what's the one knock on Daniel Jones that we've been speaking about since he's been in the league? His decision-making. Yes. Turnovers. Yeah. Yeah, turnovers, I mean, majority of those came from us having a, a horrible offensive line, him getting strip sacks, and him not trusting the offensive line. I'll give you that. So a lot of the, his fumbles or his turnovers did come from, you know, us not being able to protect him. But us investing in the offensive line, Thomas and Neil, you know what I mean, two good tackles, and we revamped the offensive line, giving him protection. He has a clean pocket, but he's making smart decisions. And that is the one thing that I, I, I love from Daniel Jones, from his transition from previous four seasons to this one. Also on the defensive end, allow me to shine some light on Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence is wreaking havoc in the trenches right now, just letting y'all know. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's because of Wink. I'm mean, doing a great job at assimilating pressure. So he's getting a lot of one on ones. Wink and I threw Wink's name out there probably two months. Matter of fact, right when we signed him, I kept telling y'all, just throwing in the chat, yo, Wink gonna have my defense right. And the reason why I was excited to get Wink was the simple fact is that you already know we've had conversations. The Giants has been top five last, like in the in, in the last category when it comes down to QB pressures and sacks for the past four or five seasons. And when we when I speak about the Giants moving away from our identity, our Super Bowl identity, which is being able to pass the uh, pass, the, uh, being able to uh, rush the quarterback and being able to have a balanced offense. Eli Manning had Bradshaw and Jacobs. Our pass play action. Was, was killing individuals. Plex was killing on the outside. Like, you had a well-balanced attack. 
Don't move away from that. When we won two Super Bowls, we had three Pro Bowlers on our on our offensive line: Dill, Snee, and O'Hara, and we had some serviceable guards too. So when I'm looking at my when I'm looking at my team, it looks like we're getting back to Super Bowl form. No, our wide receiving core is not ideal. You know, nobody with our wide receiver core, but he's making smart decisions. And I give it—I I didn't like Kafka talking from the box, but it seems like he's doing a pretty good job. And he has—he's scheming up for Daniel Jones to get the ball out of his hands and make quick decisions. Um, <clears throat> I do think the Giants is going to the playoffs, and we're winning eleven this year. Hmm, eleven games. Eleven. Okay. Now. Kev, I'm 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 gonna bring this question to you because I, I I know that you know we all support him, but you, you're very big on you know big trust getting paid. Um, break down his play for me because you know the two games that they gave up <clears throat> in the fourth quarter of 21 points against the Dolphins, I think it was another 14 point lead that they gave up right before giving up a 10 point lead to the Giants. Um, are those losses based on big trust or, excuse me, Lamar Jackson, for those who probably don't know his name? Um, is, is this a testament their record to Lamar Jackson and his decision-making and not, you know, being clear? Yeah, I think he's trying to um, – I think he's trying to overcompensate a little bit, you know, uh, in his play. He's not trusting uh, his weapons and his, his teammates around him. Um I mean, you got J.K. Dobbins. I mean, the 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 dude. I think, but he only got last week. He only got one touch, and now all of a sudden he's questionable. Uh, there's been lack of consistency in his run game. Um, Big Trust, aka well, Lamar Jackson, aka Big Trust. Um, he hasn't been consistent as far as, especially in his in his personal run game. Like you usually see him uh, making decisions and you know scrambling out of the pocket and. Looking downfield all the time, he's been throwing interceptions. And his last, the last two games, his interceptions or his uh, turnovers came at pivotal times in the game. So you can see he's not playing. He's not being himself. He's not. You know, usually he, he's a game. Like he's a. I won't even call him a game manager. Like he's an impact player, and he makes like he makes uh, decisions and he makes uh, plays with his feet. And he's he hasn't been doing that. You can see. That element of his game, like some games, he'll, he, you know, I think he had what, one or two games a season where he had 100 yards or over 60 yards, right? I think he had 100 yard rushing game and another one for like 67 yards, right? Usually big trust, 80 yards on the ground, fearless. I'm not saying he should go out and do that every time. That should be the only um, aspect of his game or that should be the main aspect of his game because at the end of the day, he's a quarterback, not a running back. You can tell with that part of his game limit being limited, he's not making those um, those those clean and those uh, clear decisions that he usually make, and it's costing them. It's costing that team. You know, it could be, um, I guess, it could be damage control because, of course, like you mentioned, he is up. He's trying to get paid, so he don't really want to get injured, and he doesn't have an agent, right? So he had he he's <laughs> he. he it's messed up, you know. It shouldn't be this way, but him not having an agent, it's kind of like people look at that as like a smack in the face, or saying like, "Oh, you bigger than the program. You don't need, you know, the 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 the, the, the personnel around you to manage your deals." But 
long story short, man, you know, his play, um, I think he just needs to get back to being, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson, being himself, running the ball. Don't be scared to scramble outside that pocket. You know what I mean? You got Mark Andrews, but he's not your only person. I, li- I do like that he's um, he's getting Devin DuVernay uh, a little bit more, not a little bit, but a lot more involved this year. Um, what's up with Rashad Bateman? He can't stay on the field. I don't know what's up with that. Um, yeah, I mean, but yeah, they miss they miss him a lot. They 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 miss him a lot, man. You know, they that's a that's a big target. You know, he's a he's a good when he's on the field, he's effective. He can run routes even if he doesn't get the ball. He can impact the the game in other ways. He's a he's a you know he's a clean blocker. Um, you know, as for for wide out for for wide receiver, he does block very well. But I'm gonna throw this one out here and I'm gonna pass it off because I I'm talking I'm starting talking in circles. Isaiah Likely. I watch this kid. He got to play more, man. A lot. I, I I love this kid's game, bro. I watched him a lot at Coastal Carolina. For all my betting people, he has won me a lot of money. He's the reason Grayson McCall is even going to the league. Like Grayson McCall could have sat out this year and don't have to wouldn't have to play because of Isaiah Likely. You know, um, Baltimore drafted him. They uh, they turned him into from a wide out to a to a, to a, from a true wide out to a uh, to a tight end. Um, he's doing a lot more blocking, and I get it. It is what it is. That's their system. But the kid got hands, man. I, I, I mean, I, I'm sad to see that, you know, he put on about 15 pounds to be able to, you know, um, fulfill his role with the Ravens. But the kid got hands. We've seen it in preseason. And then, like, he was he was that man. I, I think they need to run some plays for that, for that, for that guy. Yeah. What, what are you seeing from Lamar Jackson? Uh... I'm saying, I'm saying somebody that's that's pressing. He's trying to, he's trying to do everything. He's trying to put the team on his back. I guess he feel like he has to, he has to. I guess he has, I guess he feel like he has to show that he he's worth, he's worth two hundred and however million, however much he want. I guess he he wants to show that he, he's worth that and. I think he's getting in his own head. <clears throat> when it comes down to Lamar Jackson, to sum it all up, from uh, and, and great points that both of you brought, it just looks like he wants to be the sole reason why Baltimore wins. Now, I didn't agree with Don Harbaugh um, going for it on fourth down through the pick in the uh, red zone, like. I agree. You listen, but you don't trust your defense. Anytime you keep your quarterback on the field to give you a touchdown rather than a field goal, I think that it's clear evidence that you don't trust your defense. But has has the defense been giving them a reason to trust them? Not at all. So and then and then Lamar Jackson should want those type of moments. You know, even though I disagree with the play call, you should want. Oh, I, I don't disagree. Are you telling me you want two hundred plus million guaranteed? These are the type of plays you have to make. I agree. I agree. You want those moments. That's why I said you do want those moments. So, listen, if you win games, you're not turning the ball over. you got a solid quarterback rating. You're going to get paid. Like, I, if you continue to press and trying to be the sole reason why the Baltimore Ravens is winning games, you're going to continue to lose. And your value, I'm not going to say your value is going to diminish, but the money that you're looking for may diminish. You still may get signed, but not for the amount that you want. 
Yeah. Right now, I feel like he's costing himself millions with his play. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious Baltimore already didn't want to depend what he, he was looking for. So it's like, now you losing games and you're one of the sole reasons why you're losing games. It's giving them a reason not to pay him what he wants. Huh. We have been complaining. Uh, we've actually been livid. We actually at our wits end. I'm at my wits. I know Kev definitely at his wits. I'm tired of seeing. I'm tired of letting Russ cook them prom time. <laughs> <laughs> Lil, please tell me. I, I, I mean, you. I'm not going to tell you to be nice. You won't hear that from me. I need the 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 harsh, raw criticism of Russell Wilson. I'm listening. The reality is. Russ, he's he's always been overrated to me. I mean, we we seen we could go back to the Super Bowl when they tried to make him the hero. How he fell flat on his face. They showing a play right now, and that's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, how he fell right <laughs> flat on his face in the Super Bowl when they tried to make him the man. And it's like, man, he's never been that guy. I like Russ as a game manager. He's a perfect game manager. When you ask him to, to be the, the, the reason why y'all winning games, that's that's when he bumps his head. He, Russ, man, I don't know where to begin with this guy. He's playing terrible this year. He's doing a terrible job at, at reading the field. Uh, he he looks like he's done right now. <laughs> he looked like he looked like he need. It looked like he's a thief. It looked like he's a one he's of the. Doing- Bro, he's stealing. He's stealing at this point. And I think Denver has him locked up for the next seven years. Fully, fully get fully guaranteed. Oh I don't see him making it another couple years at this piece. Fully, fully guaranteed. Fully, fully guaranteed, man. There's, there's no way. There's no way, bro. And, and, they, and the, the league, they did they forcing him on us. <laughs> Every week. Russ prime time. I don't know what they. I don't know what the owner did. But he must have paid the league off to get all these prime time slots. But this is crazy. Like, and it's crazy that it's crazy that Denver they they playing so poorly on the offensive side of the ball. But we don't hear about the DC they have over there. A young black guy that's coaching them up, and the defense is balling out. But <laughs> I mean, you you hire a guy. Nathaniel Hackett, he he did he even call plays for Green Bay? He didn't call any plays. You get this guy opportunity and look at him. He can't coach at all. He's not ready. Dem- it's a it's a continu- it's a continuous thing that, that goes on in the NFL. They hire these these white coaches with no experience calling plays. Meanwhile, the black coaches that actually call plays, they don't get the same opportunities. I don't understand. You got a guy like D'Amico Ryan. Uh, hold on, hold on, uh, hold, on hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't mean to, you know, uh, cut you off, big bro, but I, you know, got a breaking news, man. 
Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers. Ooh. That's nasty. Ooh. Oh. That's a power move. Are you wait, wait, CMC and Debo? CMC. They actually got a running back now. <laughs> oh, so Debo relieved of his duties. Debo will not be getting paid. I'm sure they gave him something, but he ain't going to Debo already got paid. Oh, he did? Depot got paid. Yeah, Depot got paid. Oh, all right, then. Damn, sorry. Excuse me. Excuse my, my mistake. Dang, yeah, but... Well, yeah, they... Yeah, I like I like how uh, Jeff Wilson been playing, though, man. Jeff Wilson been playing, man. Who been? Before we switch, before we switch to the Niners, I want to piggyback off of what Lil was saying in regards to um, black head coaches not getting their, that respect. Too. We right. just actually had uh, four white head coaches speak out on... Speak out to the owners about black head coaches not actually getting a fair shot. Frank Wright, Andy Reid, John Harbaugh, and Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, were the, those were the top white, uh, <clears throat> I mean, excuse me, the white head coaches that spoke up for, you know, the black head coaches actually getting an opportunity or a fair opportunity. I actually thought that it, that was live. Um, I didn't expect that. I did think that when I looked at Pete Carroll, I don't think that he has ill intentions or trying to do anything for press. Andy Reid, I've never really seen him do anything for press. John Harbaugh, seen him do anything for press or just get his name out there. And Frank Wright, you know, I thought the last time, you know, I heard about him, he was part of that Super Bowl winning team, head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, gave Carson Wentz a second chance to revitalize his career. I've never really seen him do anything for the press. So when I heard those top when the, when I heard those four names to me I thought it was genuine, I thought it was a actual a genuine act um, of a mark that can shot that can that can really hold weight. You know we're looking at Andy Reid and the success that he has had with the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, the success that John Harbaugh has had with the Ravens, Pete Carroll had with the Seattle Seahawks, you know Frank Wright with the Eagles, and now he's trying to you know get the Colts up and running. So I did think it was a genuine act, and I do think more black head coaches need opportunities. Um, do I think that, you know, that the black head coaches that has opportunities left a good example for the up-and-coming black head coaches? No, I don't. Um, but do I think that they get a fair shot like these white head coaches in regards to tenure and in regards to trial and error? No, I do not. So if you're going to give the last black head coach that I seen get treated like a, a white head coach was my man uh, from the Mar- Marv Lewis. Marv Lewis. <laughs> so, I mean, and you know, in his tenure, how many playoff games did he win or even go to? So it was just like you know, and we was we more was, more than uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Hackett. I mean, he's a rookie head coach. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like call it call it how you see it, man. I'm uh, we could we could go down the list of, of black coaches that actually call plays that had the top. Nico Ryan, come on, he had the top defense in the league. What? Who? The Forty Nine ers not loaded with talent on on the defensive side of the ball. But this is what I you got talking. a guy like Brian Leftwich. He called plays for Tampa Bay. Why he didn't get an opportunity as a head coach? Yep. No, no, not no knock, no knock the tabos. You got I'm Leslie, saying. you got Leslie Frazier. He uh Buffalo, top one of the top defense in the NFL. They hold secondary hurt. But you're still balling. But 
But you're making He's my... not getting another opportunity in the NFL. You're making my point that I'm about to make right now. I'm surprised Raheem Morris ain't get another call. I ain't going to hold you. down to coaching, in my opinion, the coaches that are being hired now, because the league is changing, it's always changing. When we were coming up and watching football, defensive-minded head coaches were top priorities for these organizations to grab because defenses would defenses still win championships, but there's a lot of there's been a lot of rule changes in the that that gives offense the advantage. So it started to become a what an offense-driven league, and then what 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 we start to see organizations hiring offensive-minded head coach. Besides Brian Leftwich calling plays for Tom Brady, and he's probably not getting that much credit because you're, you're, you're coaching Tom Brady. So you're probably not getting that much credit. But I agree. Brian Leftwich did a great job. But, but Hackett, what, Hackett gets a head coaching job? Huh? But Hackett gets a head coaching job. Yeah. He was coaching Aaron Rodgers. It's, no, what I'm saying is – And he wasn't even calling plays. And he wasn't even calling plays. So I get where you're coming from in that regard, but the other black head, the other black coaches are defensive coaches, and I don't think organizations is looking to hire offensive-minded head coaches. I mean, defensive-minded. I mean, I, I, I you look at you looking at the league this year. I don't think that's the truth. I think that I think defense. I think defensive coaches have been getting been getting, uh, you know, been getting um. You know, chances because Nate is Bryce, it, is it, uh, what's his name? What's the guy from uh, Brandon, Brandon, uh, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon Stelly? Yeah, Brandon Stelly. He's, he's supposed to be a defensive genius. Yeah, the worst defense in the league. Daly, Sulla, and and Bowles are the three coaches that I know defensively became head coaches. Lovey I, Smith. <laughs> Lovey Smith. I mean, he black, but I mean, Lovey Smith down in Lovey Smith not known for offense. He known for defense. I mean, no, I, no, I love Lovey. No, I'm saying, I, I, and, and 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 quite frankly, I don't even like how the league be treating Lovey. But that's that's a story for another day. You know, what I'm saying, I'm glad he finally back in. You know, back 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 at back in the head head coaching position. Obviously, he took a job to put out a dumpster fire, and he's been doing a great job. But um, as far as like the, I think you just to just to you know touch on the little. I touch on your comment and your statement about um, black coaches, the ones that did have a job. You don't think they left like a, like a, I, I mean, don't let me, am I, am I quoting you when I, when you said yeah, that the black head coaches prior didn't leave a good, didn't leave a good example. Why not? Why? What did, what, what did they do that wasn't a, wasn't a good example? Hold on. After Tony Dungy. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's name another success. Mike Tomlin. Okay. Okay, all right. Um, come on, give me another one, bro. I mean, you you, you measure are you measuring your impression on success? Or are you measuring your your are you measuring your impression on like the way they handle themselves and handle their team? No, I'm talking about success. I'm talking about simply success. Yes, I mean, yeah. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard for buy in. It's hard. I mean, hard to get resources. I mean, you heard you heard Brian Flores talk about it. I mean, this is simple things that he went, he went, um, he went up against in Miami. You know what I mean? Like, and just speaking up and what they're asking you to do. I don't think, um, obviously, don't, it ain't no secret. The NFL is a good is a good old boy system. 
Um, they they rock for their own. It's a it's a predominantly white uh, league as far as ownership and coaching staff. Um, so obviously, maybe I mean what they're what that does that what they're asking of their colleagues, their their white colleagues, they might not be asking of a black colleague, and a black colleague might be like, "Yo, listen, I can't do certain things because." Obviously, I got a life after here, and I, this is this might be my only shot, right? Or this is the way I'm trying to run my team. You give me, you you hire me for a job, and they stand they're they're standing for something rather than fall for anything, and that is coming back to bite them in the butt. You know what I mean? They can behind closed doors. I feel like black coaches get limited resources. They get backlash, right? They their staff, the players. We watched how uh, Baker Mayfield got got my got I forget old head name. The coach, black coach, got him fired, and then and then flicked him off the next game. Like, how, how, where do you get off on that? I've never seen that happen to a, a white coach ever in my life. Like, I don't think black coaches get to just do like, you know, what I mean, like, as far as success, yes, I mean, there's been limited um, black coaches. I mean, obviously, you have your cream of the crop, or Mike Tomlin, Tony Dungy. I think that's really where it stopped as far as like success. But look at all of the the white coaches that got hired that have no type of resume at all, no experience at all. Matt Rule. How did, no, Matt, no. How did Matt Rule I, get hired from college and they, they never had, had any type of experience? And what, they only won four games in two years with this guy? Yeah. I mean, it took forever it to fire him. took forever to fire him. And now you blowing up the team. You don't waste it out CMC. Come on, man. Yeah. Look, what does what does this CMC acquisition for the 49ers do this team? Uh, it does a lot. If they could get healthy on defense, I mean, I feel like as of right now, they're one of the only teams that, that could compete with us outside of, the, of course, our division. Uh, they They have to get healthy, though. They got a lot of key injuries yeah. on defense, especially. Uh, they got to get Bosa back. A fully hold, a fully healthy Niners team making it to the Super Bowl, Kev? Uh To the Super Bowl, I ain't gonna say Super Bowl, but they'll definitely make it far. Uh, NFC I mean, game against you? Uh, I mean, I don't know NFC. I don't. I got tunnel vision. Um, Eagles NFC champions. I'm just being honest. I'm not even trying to be funny. <laughs> Just I got tunnel vision. I'm not really seeing any other team, um, but the, you know, I guess to revert, uh, I, I love that CMC acquisition. Um, he went to Stanford. He's going back to you know stomping grounds back in the Bay. Um, I think it'll do well. Um, Kyle Shanahan. He's actually playing for a, a, a true coach now. Um, not not saying Ron Rivera wasn't. You know, a good coach, but I mean, he wasn't. He's, he's he, not. He wasn't. He's he not. wasn't. He wasn't. Two thousand eighteen, uh, <laughs> or was it two? Was it two? Oh, was it no? Well, was it two thousand and fifteen when Cam went to the Super Bowl? Whatever year, he wasn't at Ron Rivera. So when he, when CMC came into the league, he was getting a watered down version. So now he actually get to play in a good system. A very very smart coach. Um, you know, I, I think it's big things for the 49ers. You know, obviously they got to get healthy. You don't win a lot of games with, with, without Nick Bosa, man. You know, got to get him right. Got to get him right. Um, I, I think uh, I think Jimmy Ward and 
uh, is on his way back. Um, some other key pieces on Trent, the offense. Trent Will. Trent Williams. Yeah, like that's that's a major piece. Best old lineman in the game. Like, I mean, I can't say that, but he, he top, he top three. Top five. Okay, I mean, no, no worries. That top five. Wherever you put him, he's a he's amongst the team, he's amongst the cream of the crop. He's yeah, for sure. You need him. CMC. Behind them type dudes, if Debo can, he has to stay healthy. He has to stay healthy too, man. And they they play a physical, they play a physical brand of football. I mean, yes, I I think I talked about it earlier with that division being. It used to be one of the best. Now it's one of the worst. But they still play physical um, in that division. So we're gonna see. But definitely, it's a it's a great move. Um, They got him for cheap. They only got him for picks. Um, Not having to give up anything. So. That's good. It's a good move. Yeah, that's, that's an excellent pickup. For sure. Yeah. Excellent. Jamar Chase, 10 targets, seven catches, a buck 32 and two touchdowns. Cincinnati uh, beats New Orleans 30 to 26. A well needed <clears throat> victory. They're three and three right now. Uh, second in the AFC North. Um, obviously, Pittsburgh, you know, used to. Pittsburgh and Baltimore be running that division. Pittsburgh uh, took a step back. Uh, Baltimore, like you know, they was trying to run a division, and then the Cincinnati Bengals up in the Super Bowl with Jamar Chase, Burrow. Um, Lil, where do you see Cincinnati from here? Um, their next few games, I think, the next five games is against Atlanta, Cleveland, Carolina, and Pitt. Excuse me. Atlanta, Cleveland, Carolina, Pitt, Tennessee. Um, I think that they can go on a nice you – know, if they beat New Orleans, that might be a nice six-game stretch. Do you see any of those teams beating them? Uh, Atlanta. You said Atlanta. Who else? Cleveland. Cleveland. Carolina. Carolina. Yeah they, should, mm, yeah, they should be able to go on a nice run. Mm-hmm. At least ATL, I can tell you ATL gonna come to play. I can tell you that. They got six games before they play the Kansas City Chiefs. They can potentially be nine before they play Kansas City. And if they wanna wanna chalk that L, they'll be six and four. And then they play Cleveland, Tampa Bay, New England, Buff and Buff. So it seems like these six games is is crucial for Cincinnati, to be honest with you, because your last two games, as a matter of fact, your last three games, four games. I don't even say four. You got back-to-back road games against Tampa Bay and New England, and then you got back-to-back home games against Buffalo and Baltimore. So even if they give you the home games, they still giving you a division opponent, and they throwing buff at you. So, yeah. I, well, so- I could tell you, I could tell you one thing: they're they're going to miss Logan Wilson. He's been playing like one of the best linebackers in the league this year. They definitely gonna miss that guy. I don't know how long he's out, but he's not playing this week. But uh yeah, since they definitely they definitely could get hot. They're a dangerous team. I feel like uh there's not too many teams over there in the AFC that could really compete with Kansas City and Buffalo. And I I, I think they're one of them for sure. Yeah. Yes, sir. I need to know, man. I, I I just need to know. Please, 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 just just tell me right now. Just tell me right now. 
is Gino revitalizing his career? For sure. Like he, when I say that, I mean that he could be a starting quarterback next season. For the Seattle Seahawks, yes. Um, it's a systematic thing. Uh, I think I, I said it last year. Y'all laughed at me. I was actually <laughs> saying it in a few in a few uh, uh, group chats on record, and I was like, "Yo, it's crazy to me how the Seattle team is responding to Geno." And I was like, "Geno, hey, Geno, trash, it's smoke and mirrors, yada yada yada." You know, it was only a few games, and of course, he did lose a game or two. Um, I think he the same Saints that he beat up on last week actually beat them last year. I remember the game, and then he got sacked, but it was impressive because I saw something in him, um, and I saw something how that 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 team was responding to him. I think Russ was like the most sacked uh, quarterback in the league last year, and. Gino didn't even get didn't even get sacked last year when when he played. I think he might have got sacked once or twice. I was like, damn. Obviously, I was like, obviously this uh this O line can block. It's crazy how all of a sudden their their skills just uh, got rejuvenated. But um, you know, to answer your question, uh, I'm happy to see Gino playing at a high level again. Um, that I I'll be lying if I if I say I expected that or I saw that coming. Um. To this magnitude, yes, I, I thought you know he's in a good fit, but to this magnitude, to have a winning record, to be finding success, um, you know, it, it's good to see for him. Uh, DK, I wish they could hook up a little bit more because last year they they was doing well together. Obviously, you know, I'm speaking from personally because I got DK on my uh, on my fantasy team, but um, you know, you got a run game. Man, it's it's sad to see Chris Carson go down with an early um with an early retirement. Rashad Penny out for the year, but Kenneth Booby Walker, man, the fourth out of Michigan State, watched a lot of this kid. But then he he was a he was a sound runner, smart runner. You know, he's an every down utility back, and I think that's helping Geno a lot as well. Um, the kid, I think he rushed for eighty yards or more in three straight games. Scored in three straight games. He's doing this thing, and that's helping. That's helping Gino, you know. And Pete, yeah, I like, I like, I like Kenneth Walker. Yeah, he doing, he doing like his thing. He doing his thing, and you know, Pete Carroll can, he can do some stuff, you know. Uh, when he got a, when he got a running game, you know. I, I, I I'm like, I won't say I'm too keen on the guy, but that's one thing. Dating back to Reggie Bush, when that dude got a solid running back. His teams usually make noise. Man, I I just find it funny that Seattle offense is, is clicking at a way higher level with with Geno back there. Can't tell that's, you, no, that's hilarious Russ, to me. It, it, it's a sign. I mean, Russ is cancer. I mean, it, it's it's sad that it, it, you know that this is the way the world works. But it, it's not until you down that all of these things start to come to light. Like I was watching this week, uh, Richard Sherman, he has a podcast. He had Beast Mode on there, and they were just, you know, talking on it a little bit. Obviously, they were keeping it clean and politically correct, saying, you know, they wish they could reach out to, to, you know, they want to reach out to him and talk to him and all these things. But obviously, it was like, excuse me, it didn't come from like a pure place. It was like all jokes because in the end, uh, you know, uh, Beast Mode was like, you know, I got I, I, I go through this. I got to go through his manager to call him. 
you know, and you my teammate, there ain't no reason to talk pretty much. So that just is, in a nutshell tell you the type of person uh, or the type of teammate that Russ is. I, I think he, I, I always got that sense. A lot of his ex-teammates don't like him. You could look at he seems like I mean, he's a Doug sister. Baldwin, Rich, uh, Beast Mode, like a lot of guys. It seemed like he, he rubbed a lot of guys the wrong way. That's man. crazy. Doug Baldwin not too keen on him? Yeah, I seen Doug Baldwin say something about him. Damn, and Doug Baldwin was was one of his main targets. Yeah, he had tweeted something. Out, he had tweeted something out about Russ. I mean, Russ, man, you know, he might. He he seemed like he's one of those guys that seems he's like seems like he's above the system. He's above the law. Um, you know, the his way or the highway type dude. And in a in a in a in a in a masculine sport. I mean. That is that. That's the case, though. You got to figure, because uh, what he did in the in the Super Bowl, that caused them to break up the LOB. Big, big time, big time. That they, was the that, that it was either Russ, it was either you was going to choose the defense, or you was going to choose Russ. And exactly, I, the choice was Russell Wilson. So, <clears throat> and to me. Um, you know that they did a good job keeping it in house. Um, I don't agree that you know Russell Westbrook has always been Westbrook. I mean Wilson. Russell Wilson. <laughs> that's another story. Uh, Russell Wilson has been um, overrated. I did think even when the Legion of Boom was broke up, um, they still Russ was still hooking up with Baldwin and Lockett. You know what I'm saying? And they still had a running game, power running game, running two, three tight ends on the line of scrimmage. Elijah Payton, um, and Russ was making do. Uh, to me, um, you know, yeah, they, they, the, the Seattle Seahawks' success did come from the Legion of Boom, and they was giving Russ serviceable wide receivers. I mean, Doug Baldwin, Tyler Lockett. I mean, they, they're not big names, but they were. Yeah. When Russ was playing with them. So Bill Wilson, yeah. say that Russell Westbrook was overrated, but I do believe that. Now y'all overpaid him. Like y'all act like y'all was getting young Russ who could, you know, improvise and you know take you know seconds off the clock and you know. How, run how you figure he not overrated though? Because I just I what just, what what has he done to to deserve that type of contract? I mean, has he won a playoff game without the Legion of Boom? No, but it's still. I believe. Enough. I believe that. That Seattle team that he had was better than Dallas that year. They lost to Dallas in the playoffs. They should have won that game. For sure. And we it was a bunch of talk about the old line. This the old line. I, I the old line looks fine blocking for Gino. I mean, but that old line didn't look well blocking for Russ. And that's probably just but a, is it because he holds the ball too long? Or they just don't like it. <laughs> that could be the case. That could be the case. I think. I think I think Denver signed Russell Wilson the brand, and not Russell Wilson the player. I'm just being honest. I think they signed a player who they felt as though would be serviceable, a better game manager. And this, at this time, these dudes, at these time, at this time, these dudes just they just be names though. Bro, Tim Patrick, that hurt, Kev. That hurt, bro. Yeah, I mean, they, I get it, but, but I get it, but yeah, I bet man, watch, they have, man, watch they have he sit down this weekend, weapons. true lot, make noise, and then everybody gonna say, and they get well. a fan. But you, you gotta figure, uh, Mike, their defense 
are not their defense is not allowing how many points are they allowing? Their defense is top five. Exactly. So you don't have to do much when that's the case. When you have I'm a top you, five Drew defense, Lock is gonna come in. Drew Lock is gonna come in and win a ball game this weekend. Everybody's gonna be grand rave. I'm trying to tell you. I'm, remember Drew Lock in Seattle. Oh, Drew Lock and who? So who's the person? Who's so who's the backup? Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> he don't got no backup. Uh. Hold on, I'll let you know the backup. Let me see. Right they got some guy named Josh Johnson. Oh, wow. I don't know. Yeah, Drew Locke over there in Seattle. Uh, Damn, I thought he was at least a backup. Sorry. And, and let me tell y'all something. They traded a lot for us. Draft picks, Drew Locke, uh, Fant. Man, Seattle won that, won that John, clearly. Hands down. I think you said that, though. I ain't gonna lie. If I remember, I think you did say that when I yeah. did in Seattle. I'm not giving all that up for a guy like him. He's no, not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Now, I got a, I got a bone to pick with both of y'all. And he got paid. Wow. I got a bone to pick with both of y'all. Talk to me. And I'm tired of y'all, man. I'm tired of I'm tired of both of y'all. I'm okay. Man, seriously, with this, with this Patrick Mahomes stuff, as soon as y'all, both of y'all, Get me to the point where I'm like, you know what? Okay. Aaron Rodgers got issues over there with Green Bay. Okay. Holmes, no top kill. Number one in that division, handling business. You know what? He's the I'm a, he's the he's the best quarterback in the And what does he do against the Buffalo Bills? So, so what? Game ending interception. Now, so what? Hold up, man. You say so what? I'm not saying so what. Because I expected Buffalo to win that game. I didn't expect. I okay. If you expected Buffalo to win that game, cool. But you definitely didn't expect the game to end off of Patrick Mahomes' interception. Now man, I it wasn't, wasn't far fetched to me. I go on record. Little this, he said Buffalo out for blood. He said Buffalo <laughs> out for blood, and he like Buff. He's the only person. But that's fine. But I'm saying that the game ended off of Patrick Mahomes' interception. It is what it is. That's fine. That's fine. We we it, all know it wasn't, it all... wasn't like the worst. It wasn't the worst of the worst. I mean, do not take nothing. I mean, I think you, I think you giving Patrick Mahomes way too much credit on the hmm. interception rather than to give. I, I, his last name Johnson. I don't know his first name. But you better not say you. I'm he made a play. Not. He made a play. He made. He made that. He made that play. Like more than Patrick Mahomes made a mistake. He made that play because that wasn't even his man. I'm gonna I'm just. I'm gonna just say this, Patty Mahomes. I feel like he, he was pressing. I mean, he don't. Let's be honest. He doesn't have a lot to work with. So, in the situation he was in, going against the number one defense in the NFL, that team ready, he, man. Yo, it was a bad, it was a bad play. But that's the best team. That's the best team in the AFC, hands down. I'm sorry. With, with that being said, though, you gotta give him credit for even keeping it competitive. Because if you look on paper, as of right now, they should Buffalo is, is is head and shoulders better than them on paper. But it, it still came down to the last drive. So what that's telling me is all they need to do is go out and get a guy like OBJ and 
they they'd be the best team in the AFC again. And here's the thing: let's not let we, we quick to forget. We quick to forget when it's about that. When it's when it, when we talk about competing for that hardware and game and, and season on the line, Pat Mahomes still got their number. We can talk about regular season all we want, but when that when it really matter and it's about time and it's postseason and playoff single elimination, you win or win or go home. Pat Mahomes got their number. I'm gonna just keep that out there for you, Mike. And I'm and, and I'm glad you brought that up. And Buffalo Bills didn't play the same defense that they played last in that, in that playoff game. So I'm gonna just throw that out there. Um, Lil, what did they you play? The, yeah, they played a better defense. What did you say, Mike? I was going to ask you in regards to the Buffalo Bills. Um, are you putting them in the Super Bowl? Uh. Mm. That's tough. Right now, I mean, mm. right now I would have to say they they're the favorites to come out the AFC. But uh, I do think a team like since he can knock them off in the playoffs, uh, uh, Kansas City, Kansas City, of course, especially if they add, if they add uh, OBJ. Kansas City, the only team that can get them, that can get them uh, wreck. Only team that can get Buffalo out of there. If you don't, I don't, got, I don't Kansas, believe that. Kansas City, Kansas, Cincinnati, Cincinnati with that. They have that, but they have that that Super Bowl experience. So they're a dangerous team come playoff time. I'm telling Man, you. Listen, it's one person. And even person even if we ain't even if B more, if we B never, you haven't mentioned them. You you ain't you mentioned them last week. We ain't mentioned them yet. I'm surprised you, that ain't the first person you mentioned, and nobody talked about him. Von Miller, come on. Yeah, Von Miller's. Von, an he's different. Since I'm, I'm gonna give y'all, I'm gonna give y'all one more that that I think could not. Well, I'm gonna give y'all two more. If there was a, if there was a me in the playoffs, I think Miami could knock them off, and I think New England could knock them off. Miami gotta be. Miami traveled to Buff. That shit over. No, it's not, dog. I'm I'm cool off that hocus pocus. Tom Brady not there no more, yo. That John, that, all that. Throw that Listen, out man. Floor, New, England, man New England. New England defense been playing very well. They're not. They're running game going. I'm telling, and I'll go on record right now, man. That's the best. That's the that that's it. That's my that's the favorite to win uh, out the AFC. I mean, oh, yeah, only, yeah. only of course, two. Of course, they're the favorite. By, but he asked me, are they going to the Super Bowl? I yeah, can't, that's what I'm saying. I that's can't just say Bowl. that. You got Miami going to the Bowl? No, no, I don't have Miami going I'm to the Bowl. Like me? Yeah. I said, no, I said Buffalo the favorite. Buffalo the favorite out of the AFC. They're the best team in the AFC right now. Mm-hmm. Only team only team that can get them record is Kansas City. That's, that's it. it. I, don't, I don't believe that. New England can't get them. Because one, New England can't put, can't put uh, points on the board fast enough to – when when it, when the playoff time come, because they got playoff experience, you know what I'm saying? They got deep run experience. Then they got Von Miller, a crazy piece that they just added. He's playing, he's playing as if he's he's 25 again, and the ball like 34. Like he's showing no signs of slowing down. He's a madman. Cincinnati, I, I offensively, yes, they can they can put points up, but that offensive line is an issue. 
week after week. We got to see, not, we see I, if they're going to continue and I'm not with, with jail and get better. And I'm not impressed with that win last week. I am not impressed with that win last week. Against, uh, I'm not impressed against, at against, all. Against New Orleans. Every team put up 30 on New Orleans. Of uh, 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 cards, I don't think the cards scored over twenty four this season. Just put up forty two, cleared the total by but themselves. A defense had two uh, pick six, and they the defense had two pick sixes. So that's fourteen points. So say to take it away, their 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 offense only scored four over the average. Like I'm not, no, I'm cool. Buffalo man is a that team is ready. Jordan Poyer, um. Man, I think they sadly lost Michael Hyde for the well, for the season. Um, yeah, but, Michael Hyde for the season. Michael Hyde. Michael, I hope. I, I, I hope. And they, man, Trey White ain't even back yet. Come on, bro. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Mike. Mike, you got it. <laughs> Go moderate. Well, over team. Like well, I said, playoff time is one you're done, man. It's one you done. It's, the, That's it's it. a few teams I feel like can knock them off. Um, I'll. I'll say this. Um, I do my, believe Miami will give them smoke, but I just believe that that game has to be in Miami. You you have to be a different type of player to play in negative degree weather against a team that is comfortable with playing in negative degree weather. Like, I, I agree with that 100%. So, so can I ask you a question, Mike? Listen. So is this Miami as a stand? Well, well, what does Miami What does Miami need? To to beat them up to beat them, home home play a running game. That's it. No matter what, yes, a running game. If if my Xavier because Xavier Howard been banged up all year. Um, Eric Wolf trash since he left. Brian Jones, uh, he ain't played yet this year. I mean, the reason why I say if Miami was home is is for the simple fact is that weather plays a a major factor. Right. Do they have to be home and healthy or just at home? Um, as long as Tua, Rekill, and Waddle playing, okay. Um, I they get them smoked flat out because it's it's to me you got uh Tyreek Hill who can score anytime he touches the football. The Waddle mm-hmm. or if if he wants to touch the football, you got the two fastest receivers. Not only yeah. the receivers, they can run routes, they can catch the football, and they scheme them open a lot. Mm-hmm. Tua, very he's deadly accurate, and I'm yeah. I'm mean that Tua is deadly accurate. He get, he gives them a big he gives them a big advantage. A healthy, healthy, and clear. He's mobile. So even if so even if you know with Von Miller being over there with Buffalo, who, who I, mobile? I think Tua mobile. Tua ain't mobile, mm. dog. <laughs> no, Tua not mobile, bro. Two's a pocket. Two's a pocket passer. He had a little mobility at Alabama, but he not league mobile. I think it's going to be one of those situations like when Joe Burrow was using his legs, because Joe Burrow he he ain't that fast, but he can move his legs. So, and and that was one of the biggest things that Cincinnati brought out in the playoffs that Joe Burrow can use his Joe legs. Joe more mobile than Tua. Okay, man. Von Miller gets to him a few <laughs> times. It's, 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 it's let right me off. let me say this. The reason why I'm a little hesitant to, to stamp Buffalo is is that they they're going to the Super Bowl is because they don't run the football. They don't run the football. Kansas City ain't run the football. They're not Kansas City. That's the that's, thing. Well, who? 
They don't have a, they don't have a Rick Hill. They don't have a Travis Kelsey. They don't have a Patrick Mahomes. Even though Josh Allen is a hell of a quarterback, he's the second best quarterback in the league right now. He's not Patrick Mahomes. Wait, 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 wait. wait. This win didn't put him number one. Huh? This win didn't put him number one. Hell no. What Patrick Mahomes doing a game ending pick? How did that put him number one? Patrick Mahomes just sent that boy home. Neck and neck. So it ain't like he just sent that boy home. They not neck and neck. They not neck and neck. No, they're not neck and neck. Okay, no problem. Josh Allen is a hell of a quarterback, but he Patrick Mahomes is is a is a step above him. Okay, okay. I won't. I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm just saying, you got two of the top quarterbacks going head to head, playing neck and neck this season. And you beat them with that quarterback throwing a game and then pick. Yeah, Josh Allen, you're the best quarterback in the league right now. How off a regular season game? Um, bro, it don't, bro. They, you they, see they, what Patrick they, Mahomes did to him in the, in the playoffs? I seen what Josh Allen was doing in the playoffs too. But what happened? Uh, the defense gave up three points in 13 seconds. It's a it's a team sport, right? That's that's unacceptable. It's a team sport. It wasn't that the number? You got the number one defense in the NFL, right? And how you many should, points? You should, if you if you got a lead, you should be able to win that game, bro. He, bro, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, Gabe Davis hit caught the 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 go ahead touchdown. But listen, listen, bro. Patrick Mahomes has one of the worst defenses in the league, right? He does with the worst secondaries. My yeah, one of the worst secondaries in the league. One, no, one of the worst defenses in the league. Period. Last year, Kansas City was one of the worst defenses. In, uh, Frank Clark. Yeah, what, was he, what was Frank Clark last year? Last year, definitely. I agree with that. This so, what I'm saying is, if Josh Allen is this guy that, that you're claiming he is, he had the number one defense in the league, along with one of the best offenses in the league. Did not compliment him with Kansas City in 13 seconds playing prevent defense, bro. So you keep making my point. On so what what you think would would be going on if Patrick Mahomes had the number one defense in the league, Mike? I think he would have two Super Bowls right now. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, I think. He would yeah, have two okay. Right now, yeah, yeah. I think he would have won every year. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. If you gave Patrick Mahomes <laughs> the number one defense in the league, oh my goodness! That's like me saying you give Aaron Rodgers the number one. You seen you seen what Aaron Rodgers did with one of the best defenses in the league last year. Number one. Now you're saying one of the best. Don't switch. They was a top five defense last year, Mike. They they held San Francisco couldn't do nothing. And they lost at home. Lil, you just said if Patrick Mahomes had the number one defense, give him a top five defense. All right, let's just say that a top five defense. All right, we'll see what happens when he get a top five defense. Hopefully that happens sooner than later. I don't think it'll ever happen, but we'll see. We'll definitely see. So, Lil, give me a gem before we get out of here. Uh, a gem? Man. The Eagles won in the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's a biased gem. <laughs> oh, my God. You told me to give you a gem, man. Unless all the fans out there, uh, what the Eagles is plus whatever to win the Super Bowl. Let's go for some cheese for the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. If you 
you're not an Eagles fan, I doubt it. You probably still do it, but it's six weeks in the season. Kev, I'm I'm listening to your gem. Eagles winning the Super Bowl. (laughs) 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 Yeah, (laughs) Kev. Okay, since we're going that route, both Super Bowl wins that we had, nobody had us going to the off and nobody had us going to the bowl. So Giants is always flying under the radar. All I'm going to tell you is this. Get your popcorn ready. The Giants. So you, you predicted the Super Bowl. <laughs> Are you predicting the Super Bowl? Let's stamp it right here, right now. Oh my goodness, man. We playing like this, man. My gym, I'm not saying my gym is the Giants going to the Super Bowl. I ain't, I, ain't, I I gotta I gotta see. I'm gonna tell you like this. I'll let y'all know. I'll give y'all that prediction after we play uh after we play the Eagles. The pick- can I can I get a quick prediction prediction on the uh, game this Sunday? <sighs> I've been underdogs. Almost every game this year. So for them to be underdogs against Jacksonville Jaguars, who can stop the run, which is what identity is very good against the run. We want to run. Um, and we don't really have a wide but they don't have a strong second. The Giants beating Green Bay and the Ravens back-to-back games and now being underdogs against the Jacksonville Jaguars would scream Jags. But I'll let y'all know that Trevor Lawrence hasn't won a game when Jacksonville has been favored. So it's a lot of that. That might be the most tricky line this this week. But I'm going to just go up like when I'm looking at X's and O's. And Doug, and Doug was the, the coach for the Eagles for a few years. He played the Giants. We are a different football team. You know what I'm saying? But he's year with us. Um, you know Doug got your number. So when I yeah, so when I look at the job, but that was it's a different it's a different system, different different culture. When I look at the I will say this, this is a trap game. Um the Giants is riding high, five and one, similar to how you felt about the Arizona Cardinals. Um, but I'm gonna say we pull this one out. Um everybody, you know, think this is a trap game. I think we pull it out. If we lose this game, I'm I'm not going to be su- I'm going to be surprised how we lose. But if we do lose this game, because if you're looking at the Giants, the way that we play, I don't, I'm not going to keep going on and on about us. But this is one of the biggest points that I've been breaking up about the Giants. We're not causing that on special teams. We we're doing a very good job on special teams, and most of our turnovers came from special teams. But offense and defense, X's and O's, we're playing straight up. Like we got, our, we got our first interception this week against the Baltimore Ravens, which means that. You know, <laughs> but no, seriously, like that, we're not really getting that many more opportunities than the opposing team to actually dominate games. Because if you're dominating a game, you're either forcing punts or you're getting turnovers. And the Giants is forcing punts, and to me, that's a more physical game. Bro, can I get a final score? I said a quick prediction. I apologize. 2017 Giants. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Uh, Kev, Lil, I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for your opinion. Of course, it matters most to me. Uh, to our fans out there, I want to thank you for your listening ear. We'll be posting snippets on Who's Clutch Inc. I mean, yeah, Who's Clutch Inc. on Instagram and posting a show on Apple Podcasts, Who's Clutch Sports Talk Radio. Again, stay safe out there. Peace and love.